Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Here it is, folks. A picture of the heroic dog involved in the takedown of, of uh, Cockroach hey! Baghdadi. Yes, look at that. That beautiful dog. Hero. After yesterday's show, where unfortunately we were um, using the term dog a lot in a negative light. Here, let's use it in a positive light. Remember this, folks. Our dogs yeah. are braver than their humans. Don't ever forget that. Thank you to this dog. And more importantly, oh, yeah. to all of the human beings who put their own flesh and blood on the line in the raid yep. to take down this roach pest rat that's probably a better way to describe uh this beast than Baghdadi, who is now eliminated from the face of the earth so wanted yeah. to start the show on a better note today didn't want to keep impugning the integrity of dogs by comparing them to cockroach <laughs> rodent uh al Baghdadi. welcome to the dan bongino show producer joe how are you today hey daddy oh i'm doing really really well uh mr traveler how you feeling pal You've been on the road yeah, a lot here little, lately. Yeah, I yeah? got back late last night. I feel good, though. I slept good. I got my new, like, chill pad under the mattress. So I <laughs> sleep, like, at 40 degrees in, like, cryo chamber now. Well, good deal. So I feel okay. Um, I, I've got a real. I've got a lot of material, though. Joe I and know. I and Paul have been working on this all day. Yeah. Um, I've got imp- fake impeachment updates. You know, the, the fake impeachment. The Democrats yeah. don't even know what it is anymore. This is, this is breaking. The real reason, a great piece by Molly Hemingway, the real reason why the freakout over the al-Baghdadi killing continues by the media. Um, I've also got some material I hope to get to on this Medicare for All hoax. So it is a stacked and loaded show today. All right, as I said, today's show brought to you by buddies at GenuCell, a favorite in our household. I use it. My wife uses it. My mother-in-law uses it. You want to get rid of that turkey neck? Gobble, 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 gobble. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's creating his own sound effects. GenuCell, GenuCell is the way to go. Here's an email we got about GenuCell. Uh, GenuCell, I cannot get over how much and how quickly GenuCell's helped me. The jawline creams help my jaw and neck look like two separate body parts for the first time in a decade. The bags and puffiness are gone. It is really the skin's fountain of youth. Thank you, GenuCell, for making me look and feel younger. That's Juliana from Austin, Texas, raving about an amazing transformation thanks to GenuCell. Now it's your turn to see results. Guaranteed and best of all, risk-free. I use this stuff when I haven't slept well and I got to go on the air. I'll use the immediate effects too. So order GenuCell's jawline treatment with MDL technology packed with natural peptides to target that annoying turkey neck and get the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness. Absolutely free. Yes, free. And for results in 12 hours, I use this stuff. Yes, and we like it. The GenuCell immediate effects is also yours free. Got a hot date? GenuCell immediate effects. This once-in-a-year offer is backed by their 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. Go to GenuCell.com, enter Dan30 at checkout. Order now for a surprise luxury gift with your order. Go to GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, enter Dan30 at checkout. Again, that's GenuCell.com, Dan30 at checkout. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Nancy Pelosi is freaking out. Why? Because Nancy Pelosi knows she got burned. She knows her impeachment uh, star chamber like secret hearings without him shift where they pulled impeachment out of the traditional place. It used to be located by precedent in the judiciary hearing. Mm-hmm. They took it away from Nadler because he's an incompetent buffoon and gave it to an even more incompetent buffoon on the intelligence committee with Adam Schiff, who has completely blown it. What's going on here? Well, let's put up the piece upon Gino.com. We had breaking news yesterday. Nancy Pelosi has announced this week that there will be a vote on the impeachment inquiry. 
But Nancy Pelosi seems even confused about hmm. what's going on. Let me give you the behind the scenes, as we, as we like to say, uh, Joe's favorite line, everything you need to know in an hour. What yeah. is really going on here? Why did Nancy Pelosi, who had balked at a housewide vote on impeachment in the past, why is she now moving ahead? I'm going to lay out for you a couple of reasons. One of the reasons in the piece that we have at Bongino.com up in the show notes, I strongly encourage you to check it out, is folks, Criticism was mounting about the secrecy of this. Never. Let's be crystal clear for the liberals and the fake law professors and the pseudo-intellectuals and the phony academics who've tried to tell us that this fake impeachment was a real impeachment. There is no, no, N-O, no precedent in American history for conducting an impeachment in secret. None. Neither is there a precedent anywhere in American history for conducting an impeachment by a secret non-public vote or by not conducting a vote at all, which Nancy Pelosi was refusing to do. You understand that? She refused to hold a vote on impeachment, which is absurd and outrageous. So from the piece at Bongino.com, the secrecy, uh, what she calls a talking point, it's just a fact, was starting to wear down Pelosi, who was figuring out that they were losing the political initiative here. Pelosi wrote a letter about the vote she's planning on holding this week. And according to our piece of Bongino.com, the letter stated, we are taking this step to eliminate any doubt as to whether the Trump administration may withhold documents, prevent witness testimony, or disregard duly authorized subpoenas, or continue obstructing the House of Representatives. Okay, that's Nancy Pelosi code word. Hmm. Nancy Pelosi code word. Let me give you the Dan Bongino translation. Let's be clear about what we're doing. I'm laying out for you right now the reasons why she has now decided to take a vote. Number one, the fact that they were doing it in secret was costing them political capital. They were getting burned on TV. They realized there was no precedent for what they were doing. They were going to lose in court and they were going to get burned because it's not an impeachment unless the House of Representatives follows precedent and follows the Constitution, which clearly says the House of Representatives, not Nancy Pelosi, has the sole power to impeach. You got this? They were getting burned on TV and they were losing the political initiative. They were losing. Pelosi's now had to acknowledge that. That's why she's been forced to do what she didn't want to do which is take a vote on the House floor. But I got video in a second. Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to get to it yet. I got video in a second of even Nancy Pelosi unsure about exactly what she's voting for. Yes, even Pelosi's confused about Pelosi. <laughs> now, what's the second point? Well, I just hinted to it. Ladies and gentlemen, they were going to lose in court. They want Trump to produce all these documents about the fake Ukraine gate hoax, you know, hoax number uh, three. We had the collusion hoax, the Mueller hoax, and now Ukraine gate, that hoax about the phone call. They wanted documents. Schiff and his and his merry band of losers, they wanted documents on us. They weren't going to get them because Trump's team was going to argue in court. This was not an impeachment. No, the House didn't take a vote. They'd not abide by the Constitution. Yeah. And they were going to win. You may say, well, are you sure of that, Dan? Yeah, I'm sure of it. That's why Pelosi's been forced to take a vote when she doesn't want to take one. But why doesn't she want to take one? I'll get to that, too. Don't go anywhere. I told you today's show was going to be stacked. Here's also what I'm hearing. I want you to pay very close attention, like Miss Gilfeather in fifth grade. God rest her soul. She used to point the pen once at all. And y'all, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm hearing some rumors and some back channel that the IG report may be coming out soon, maybe this week, maybe next week. 
Not sure. I don't want to commit to a date. But that is coming out soon. We know it's done. They're just pending some declassification and classification materials and some back and forth there. And, Joe, I'm hearing the IG report. It looks really, really bad for the Democrats. Oh, no. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes. And I'm hearing Pelosi now is eager to get out in front of this thing, thinking it may come out on Friday, maybe, or maybe sometime early next week, and is eager to get the narrative on impeachment fast and away from the Democrats and their biggest, uh, their involvement in the biggest political spying scandal in American history. I see. Folks, the people I'm hearing this from are more than credible sources that the Democrats are terrified that their tyranny and the biggest, their involvement, again, the biggest scandal in American history is going to be exposed again. We keep exposing it. The media keeps trying to bury it because they're hacks. They're partisan, tyrannical activists. A lot of these media people who were actively involved in the spying scandal. So we have reason number one, they were losing the political initiative. Reason number two, they were going to lose in court in the production of documents because it's not a real impeachment. Reason number three, the IG report's coming out. You know Reason what? number four. I'm sorry. What's I was, was going to say the last time I've seen impeachment action like this, it was on um, the HMS Bounty. You know, it was uh, not good. It was a mutiny. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I started to walk Thanks, on you. <laughs> and thank you. That's all right. <laughs> Point number four. Thank you. The al-Baghdadi killing was an unquestioned political success for Trump. No doubt about it. The killing of the oh. world, of the, at least the United States, but possibly the, you know, all sane, rational countries around the world's number one enemy in al-Baghdadi. Yeah. The death of al-Baghdadi was unquestionably an enormous political, tactical, and foreign policy military success for both our military and President Trump. Full stop on that. The Democrats don't like that President Trump and the country is winning. Oh, you doubt that? Oh, that was hard. Huh. It's true. They hate it. These people hate Trump more than they love American success. Yep. The fact that an American success story would reflect positively on Trump is reason number four to have to change the narrative back to Trump, alleged Trump malfeasance and impeachment. Now, what's the problem? We just laid out in, I don't know, three, four minutes or less why Nancy Pelosi changed her mind on the vote. Now, having said that, there's a big downside to this vote. The big downside to this vote is now swing district Democrats sitting in congressional districts where President Trump in that district came out on top over Hillary Clinton. These swing district Democrats are panicking. So they're looking for a way. Joe, follow me here as the audience on BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. These swing district Democrats are walking into Pelosi's office with their staffs and they're saying, listen. Trump is going to run ads and the Republicans are going to run ads against me in my district saying I voted for impeachment when you know darn well this is this is fake. This whole thing. They know it. They're not stupid. Mm. I'm going to lose my seat. So you need to give me some kind of an out. So listen yeah. to the way Nancy Pelosi in this 10 second, maybe a little more than 10 second clip when asked about the impeachment resolution, listen to her answer. Because you'll see the snake move. They're all pulling on the Democrat side. Check this out. Madam Speaker, can we have you talk about the impeachment resolution? It's not an impeachment resolution. You see? Do you see what she said? 
Oh, this isn't an impeachment. This isn't an impeachment. It is an impeachment. You get what she's doing? The dance she's playing? Yeah. She's trying to couch yeah. it as an impeachment inquiry, not an impeachment, because she all she wants to... Folks, listen to me. Get a pen down and mark the date. Okay. This is going to be, if you are in a Trump or a uh, or even a Hillary district, but th- that only mildly voted for Hillary, a congressional district, maybe she won by one or two, a swingy type district, mark my words. The Democrat talking point is going to be this. We didn't vote for an impeachment. We just voted to get answers. It was an inquiry. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, okay. What's today's date? Uh, 29th. Tuesday, October 29th. There you go. Market. That is going to be their talking point. Guaranteed. All right, I've got a lot more on this, folks, because this thing has turned into a total ridiculous hoax on steroids, and it's really embarrassing. You know what? Let me just get to our second sponsor, because I want to rock and roll through this. Sure. Uh, But it's going to be important. I want to show you why. Again, quid pro quo is a Democrat talking point that only applies to Republicans and not Democrats. I've got video on that, too. And I've got also video on MSNBC's efforts now to save the reputation of al-Baghdadi. Yes, rapist, killer, cockroach, rodent, thug. This is unbelievable. You're Mm. not going to want to go anywhere. All right, today's show also brought to you by buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my personal favorite in the nutritional supplement category, a product called Foundation by our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. You know, it's called Foundation because it it should be the foundation of any solid nutritional supplementation plan for better health and better performance. What is Foundation? What does it do? Why do I recommend it? Why do I love it? Ladies and gentlemen, Foundation is a creatine and ATP blend. It's supercharged creatine, one of the most successful, well-researched nutrition supplements in human history. We know creatine helps you perform better and helps you look better. That's not in dispute. They supercharged it with ATP. Folks, if you don't believe me about the veracity of this product, how good it is, all I ask you to do is take the mirror test. Try foundation at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of foundation. Take the seven-day mirror test. Go look in the mirror. It takes about seven days to load in your system, right? Look in the mirror seven days later. You're going to be like, darn, this stuff really works. It is that good. Joe, how much is this? How great is this stuff? I know Uh, you love it. Really good. Yeah, I'll tell you who really used to love it is little Joe. who you know, Little Joe, and he's not little anymore. (laughs) Little. Big Joe now. And I can thank Foundation. It's that good. Folks, I'm not messing with you. You will perform better. You will look better. Give it a shot. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up your bottle of Foundation today. It is an excellent product. I highly recommend it. I'm probably a good, solid, harder five pounds of muscle due to this stuff. Mm. It's terrific. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Check it out. All right. So moving on. So we've been told with this Ukraine fake hoax, I don't even know what to call it, the impeachment hoax right now, where Pelosi's even undecided what she wants to do. We've been told that at the heart of this, been told for what, a month now, Joe, Uh. um, that at the heart of this whole thing is this quid pro quo. Right. You know, this something for something deal. This this for that translated uh, from Latin. That Trump was making some kind of a deal. You already know. He, you know, you, we read the transcript. And this whistleblower, fake whistleblower, says that Trump wanted information about Biden from the Ukrainians, an investigation about Hunter Biden. And if he didn't get the investigation, he was going to withhold military aid. A talking point roundly debunked because for the 2,546th time, 
ladies and gentlemen, we have the transcript of the phone call. My gosh, it's in my desk right here. There is no quid pro quo. Having said that, so are we clear on that? Having stated that, that's what the whole fake impeachment is based on. This illicit deal that never happened. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, quid pro quo this for that foreign policy deals happen all the time. Now, the deal the Democrats, Pelosi, and Hack, Sleazy, Schiff, and Nadler are claiming happened did not happen. But there is an actual deal that a couple of presidential candidates, Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders notably, there's a quid pro quo they're announcing right now. No, that's not possible, Dan. You just said quid pro quos, right? That the liberals are saying those are really bad things. No, no, they're only bad when they allege Republicans do them, even when they don't do them. You don't believe me? Check out this Washington Examiner piece. Quid pro quo, Bernie Sanders wants to end carte blanche aid to Israel by John Gage, October 28, 2019. No, Bernie Sanders on the campaign openly on a stump speech is advocating for a this for that quid pro quo in foreign policy. Joe, I thought these were bad. How does this work? I thought these were bad. They are. I thought this was impeachable, even though it didn't even happen with Trump. Here's (laughs) Bernie from the piece. These are quotes. Here's a Bernie Sanders quote about a this for that supposedly pre-impeachable offense because Bernie's not even elected yet. Bernie Sanders, quote, we have the right to say to the Israeli government that the, uh, the U.S. and our taxpayers and our people believe in human rights. We believe in democracy, will not accept authoritarianism or racism, Sanders said. And we demand the Israeli government sit down with the Palestinian people and negotiate an agreement that works for all parties. Okay, Bernie's making demands. He's not elected yet. It goes on, Joe. Listen to this. I thought this was bad. I would use the leverage, $3.8 billion, he's talking about our foreign aid to Israel. It's a lot of money. And we can't give it carte blanche to the Israeli government, or for that matter, to any government at all. We have a right to demand respect for human rights and democracy. Folks. <laughs> how about that? You know, listen. Oh, my. How about God. that? How about we haven't used that in a while. Yeah. How about that? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, again, I'm asking you seriously, the liberals who watch my, and you do as a conservative sure. who disputes this. I know because I get their um, nasty, horrible emails. Um, Me too. <laughs> How do you wake up? I know you probably, you probably get him on your Twitter too. He's at Joe Haas mm. one, by the way, if you want to follow Joe, H O Z one, let you go check him out. Or threaten. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or th- yeah. He's used <laughs> to go. that too. Right. Yeah. Comments, criticisms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we get them all. Death threats. You're really cute. Liberals oh, yeah. are such a peaceful bunch. How do you wake up every morning and look in the mirror? I'm not even kidding. I'm not joking. I'm not messing with you. How right. do you know your whole, your whole life is a lie? I'm not talking about all Democrats. I'm not impugning the integrity of everyone registered as a Democrat in the country. Some of my friends are, and they're good people. We just share differences. But if you're a a leftist kook, uh, like sadly large swaths of the Democrat Party can become, how do you wake up every morning knowing your whole life's a lie? Everything you say is a lie. Everything you profess to believe in is a lie. You're a hypocrite, a fraud, and a phony. You just got done telling us for a month about how foreign policy, this for that, quid pro quo, something for something deals, are actually impeachable offenses. You just got done telling us that. And now Bernie Sanders is out on the campaign trail openly advocating for a quid pro quo. Again, how? How do you live your life knowing you're a fraud? How? 
How? How? How do you live your lives like this? You humiliate and facepalm yourself every single day. You lied about a transcript, about a something for something, this for that deal that didn't happen, while your candidates, Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders, are out there openly talking about quid pro quos they plan on enacting when they're the president on foreign policy. Is any of this a head scratcher for you? You ever take the pen? Go, do you? Okay. You know what? I, I, I really, I'm, I'm just fr- sorry, folks. I'm just frustrated, really. My sincere apologies for, you know, getting emotional about this. But I just, I don't know what to do anymore to point out to you that this entire ethos they live by is a fraud. These people are fakes. They hate this country. They hate the president. They will lie to you with the drop of a hat. Yeah. There's not one person calling out Bernie Sanders on the left. Because it doesn't matter. They're full of... You get it. All right, moving on. So now we had breaking news uh, yesterday. Another Joe. And uh, here we go. Another person getting ready to testify about the transcript. Here's this uh, goofball left. Another one who tweets this out yesterday. We have this guy, Alexander Vindman. Uh, He's going to come forward now. Here's a tweet by Andrew DeSidere, whatever your name is. He seems all excited. Another person's going to testify about the transcript. We all have and have all seen about the this for that Ukrainian deal that never happened on a transcript uh, where you read. Now, here's he, he lays out the bullet points in his tweet, Andrew, uh, whatever his name is, Andrew Desperado. He says, look, this other guy that's going to come forward, who, by the way, is a heroic military history. And, 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 and listen, he deserves uh, all the accolades for that. But again, as I said with Bob Mueller, Bob Mueller had some very heroic moments in his time serving in the military as well. That does not absolve you for the responsibility for the, you know, going forward to say or do the right thing. So we have another guy who's going to testify who, quote Joe, has firsthand knowledge oh, of the transcript. Uh. Yes, so do we. We've already read it. He was on the call, Joe, July 25th. Keep that date in mind, by the way. Okay. He was on the call, Joe. He reported his concerns to the National Security Council. He believed Trump undermined U.S. national security. Where he got that from, nobody has any idea because we've already seen the transcript. He's an immigrant from the Soviet Union, served in Iraq, and was wounded by a roadside bomb. Well, thank you for your service and received a Purple Heart. Again, thank you for your service. It has nothing to do with the veracity of your information. It speaks to your character in a good way, but that doesn't mean you're right. We have the transcript. Yeah. I'm not attacking the man. I'm attacking the information. We have the transcript. There's no deal. But, Joe, he was on the call. Okay, great. So? We have the recording of the call, which the whistleblower, by the way, the fake whistleblower, has already stated is a word-for-word recording of what the president said. Whether he was on the call or not is irrelevant. What he testifies about the call is irrelevant. We saw the call. There is no Bernie Sanders Pete Buttigieg, this for that, quid pro quo. That's their thing. It's not there. You're impeaching the president in your fake impeachment, which Nancy Pelosi doesn't even know what to call it, over a call and a deal that's not in the call we've all seen. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is hard. This is really hard. For liberals, apparently it is, Joe. Yeah. Apparently it is. Gosh. Now more information is coming out. 
about the political motivations behind these people who, again, continue to report on a transcript and a call we've already seen. Now we find out the lawyer, this guy, Bakaj, who's representing the whistleblower, the fake whistleblower. Oh, the Washington Examiner. He was already, already involved in a whistleblower case in the past, too. Headline, lawyer for CIA officer accusing Trump on Ukraine worked with Joe Biden on 2007 whistleblower complaint. Oh, he did. Now we find out, Joe, the same lawyer representing this fake whistleblower, who's not a whistleblower at all. We all know who he is. We know what he's doing. We know about his anti-Trump bias and his political leanings, right? We've read the transcript. Now we know his lawyer was the same lawyer working on this 2007 story that was later debunked that George W. Bush was withholding life-saving equipment from from troops in Iraq. It's the same lawyer, folks. Oh, yeah. You dig? Yeah. The same lawyer who was involved in in the debunked hoax that George W. Bush was withholding armored vehicles from troops in Iraq. You remember that story? That one nuclear. A whistleblower reported. It's the same lawyer. Oh, and they worked with Joe Biden's office on that hoax complaint, too, in 2007. (laughs) Nothing to see here, folks. It's all legit. Now, hat tip to my source, 279. He always has great stuff. Love that. Pointed out something interesting this morning. Here's a tweet from Lawrence Tribe. I want you to pay special attention to the date. I told you earlier to remember another date. Yeah, July 20th. So remember, hoax one is the collusion hoax, which is based on the Steele dossier, which falls apart. Hoax two is the Mueller investigation. You may say to yourself, again, that wasn't a hoax that actually happened. Oh, no, it was a hoax. We were told they were investigating collusion. What they were really doing was covering up for the FBI and DOJ and their involvement in the biggest political spying scandal in human history. And if you read my book, Exonerated, I lay that out, how the Mueller investigation was never about investigating Trump. It was about covering the FBI. Read the book. You'll, you, it, the, you will not be confused when you're done. So I want you to read this tweet here by Lawrence Tribe and look at the date at the bottom. Here's Lawrence Tribe, a, a, a virulent anti-Trumper who pretends to be a pseudo-academic, right? This is right after the Mueller hearing. He says, much as I hate to say it, this morning's a Mueller hearing was a disaster. Far from breathing life into his damning report, the tired Rob Mueller sucked up, Bob Mueller sucked the life out of him. The effort to save democracy and the rule of law from this lawless president has been set back, not advanced. Oh, look at the date. July 24th. Yeah. 2019. Now, if you notice on July 24th, 2019, a lot of people from the Hill started to leak out to their friendly media types over at Vox with a V, not Fox, Vox with a V, and other liberal outlets, Lawrence Tribe and others. On July 24th, they realized that hoax number two, Joe, the deuce, was dead. That the Mueller investigation, that was really a witch hunt, it was a hoax the whole time. Ding dong. Had died. Joe, what happens July 25th? Oh, the phone call. The Ukrainian phone call. Yeah, I've got that down here. The day after. Yeah. The day the music died. Who sings that, Joe? Dan McLean. Oh, Don McLean. I'm sorry. Well, you, Dan McLean, just sung it. Folks, 
You understand what's happening here? The collusion hoax collapses when Mueller gets the texts from Peter Stroke. He then doubles down in July when he gets the text from Stroke about the smelly Walmart people and Mm -hmm. the insurance policy. They double down and they revise a scope memo to expand their investigation to, uh, to cover up what the FBI was doing. When the political initiative collapses on the second hoax, the Mueller probe, because Mueller goes up there and completely collapses on cross-examination. The, the Democrats immediately move to their next hoax, which is a transcript of a phone call the next day. They waste no time, Folks, dude. Jeez, not Louise. a second, Joe. Yeah. Not a moment. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, these people are horrendous horrifying hacks with not a sliver of integrity and a tyrannical streak that should trouble every single person that comes into contact with these oligarchical hegemonic lunatics. They didn't even waste a day to set up the whole whistleblower scheme on a transcript. They didn't think Trump was going to release. It's unreal. It really is unbelievable. All right, I, wa- I want to move on to the... So that's the impeachment block of the show. The fake It's a fake impeachment. Pelosi's cornered. This vote is going to go very badly for them. They're trying to provide political cover. Quid pro quos are being done by the Democrats right now. We have the transcript, and they keep bringing forward, in, in essence, people with... And they show their resumes, which are very impressive, who keep bringing forth information about a phone call we've already seen. It's over. This is a hoax. End the story. I want to move on to the al-Baghdadi coverage, folks, and what's going on. And an excellent Molly Hemingway piece about, again, the real reason media activists on the liberal side, they're not serious journalists, they're all gone, that journalism is now dead. Why they're doing what they're doing and how bad this has gotten. This is, I mean, Joe, in the annals of disgraceful liberal mm. media coverage this week is, is certainly a new low. Just when mm. you think they can't break through the floor into the basement of just depravity, they do it again. Uh, let's do our last sponsor first because I'm always happy to have them on board. Vincero Watches. Ladies and gentlemen, I love Vincero Watches. This is the altitude right That's here. That's nice, man. Folks, you know, I'm going to get off script a little bit. About, they sent me another, and I still have your watch, Joe. They okay. sent me a Chrono S with the blue. This is the altitude, but with the uh, blue face last night. Paula got hers, too, the, which is, did you take a picture of that new one? We got to get a picture of you with the new one. She has it on right now. It is. Oh, I wish we had a camera over on you. It's beautiful. It's an absolutely gorgeous watch. Folks, I'm partnering with Vincero Watches once again. I couldn't be more excited and happy about it. The guys over there on my team, as I just said, sent my wife and I some stunning new timepieces. They are terrific. The quality of these watches is unmatched, and the price you'll pay for them, unmatched. You already know how much I love Vincero Watches. I wear them on TV. I talk about them all the time. Go to Vincero, V-I-N-C-E-R-O, watches.com forward slash Bongino to see my favorite picks. And don't forget to use promo code Bongino at the end for 15% off your entire order. I'm going to do something I don't usually do on here. I'm going to take my altitude. This is my favorite one, the altitude. Folks, I know it's, it's, it's hard to, but look, if you're watching on the YouTube, look at the weight on that thing. This is a, you will think people are going to, I promise you this. People are going to ask you about this watch if you have it on. I get questions, right, Paula, all the time. What kind of watch is that? How much you pay for that? Thousands? Not even close. 
You will never get a watch like this for the price. Look at that. Look at the weight. Look at the back. Nice marble piece in the back. This is a beautiful watch, my personal favorite. This is a buy you won't regret. Shop at Vincero Watches. You know you're buying from quality is insane. It's off the charts. Nothing in their company is outsourced. If you have a question, someone will get right back to you. They offer free shipping worldwide. They have over 18,000 five-star reviews, the best watches out there. Go to VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. That's VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. Use promo code Bongino to get 15% off. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the holidays are coming up. They have collections, beautiful, stunning collections for men and women. You are bound to find a design that matches their look and style perfectly. It is a, the best holiday gift out there. VinceroWatches.com slash Bongino. Promo code Bongino for an astounding 15% off. Okay. Um, getting back to the show. Love those watches. That is, I am not messing with you at all. They are that great. Folks, the media is freaking out. And I'm going to get to Molly Hemingway's piece in a minute about al-Baghdadi, the death of it. So uh, I, I took this from a, a, forgive me, on Twitter. Someone put together a compilation of Washington Post headlines anytime Islamic terror is involved. And I just huh. wanted to show you how this is not a new phenomenon but it's reached, we've now reached peak stupid when it discusses, uh, when it comes to discussing terrorism. Uh, here's, <clears throat> excuse me, here's headline number one. Remember, anytime it discusses Islamic terror, they always have to put a spin on this, which to me is bizarre. It's not impugning the integrity of, you know, patriotic American Muslims at all. They don't, these aren't their people. Why does Washington Post run in cover for killers and murderers? So here's headline number one. This is about Omar Mateen. Troubled, quiet, macho, angry. These are real headlines, not a joke. The volatile life of the Orlando shooter. That's a real headline. Let's go to headline number two. This is sick, folks. This is really wow, sick stuff. You're not kidding. Washington Post. Talking about the San Bernardino shooter. Couple seemed quiet and withdrawn. Until explosion of violence. Oh, okay. Now, here's the infamous headline number three. Just when you thought they couldn't get more depraved with their headlines oh. about al-Baghdadi. Of course, the one we discussed on yesterday's show. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State, dies at 48. Folks, this is really sick stuff. I'm sorry. Um, and again, it paints an effort by the mainstream media to just do you understand why this is happening I, I i discussed this a long time and i could spend a lot of time on it but the reason the media refuses to acknowledge the legitimate threat of islamic expired terrorism is because they feel it feeds into a national security strong suit for Republicans. It's strictly a political ah, reason. Okay. They there you don't go. want to ever give the, give the Republican Party a national security leg up in elections because the media are liberal activists first. There's always a reason. But secondly, folks, there was a piece written a long time ago that I covered on the show. Um, I believe it was by David Horowitz, and it was a good one. The P don't ever forget this. Remember this one, Joe? We got a lot of feedback on this show. Mm. David Horowitz has a theory about the liberal media and their, 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 their need to cover constantly for Islamic-expired terrorism. Mm -hmm. He calls it the anti-anti-communist. Oh, sure, I remember this now. There you go. Remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Horowitz's hypothesis on this 
is we are the anti-communists, right? Right. We, the libertarians, the Republicans, and the conservatives, we fight for liberty, the very antithesis of collectivism and communism. Right. Since the 50s and the 40s and prior, media folks, they believe in socialism and collectivism. This is their guiding ethos. So they will join the fight against the anti-communists, us, with anyone who hates us. So he calls it the anti-anti-communist approach, that the media are against anti-communists. Therefore, they are the anti-anti-communists. And anybody who hates us, Islamo-fascists, whoever it may be, the media has to provide cover. That's Horowitz's theory. Combine that with the national security aspect that works for Republicans, and the media has every reason politically to run cover for these people, these murderers and savages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. sick. It's deranged. But it is what it is. Now, I wanted to play, I want to move on quick. I wanted to play some quick video of Donald Trump from uh, yesterday. Trump explaining, President Trump, why the operation to take out this rapist murderer Baghdadi, this cockroach, why he didn't share the information with sleazeball leak like a sieve, Adam Schiff. Play the cut. They were talking about why didn't I give the information to Adam Schiff and his committee? And the answer is because I think Adam Schiff is the biggest leaker in Washington. You know that. I know that. We all know that. I've watched Adam Schiff leak. He's a corrupt politician. He's a leaker like nobody's ever seen before. Uh, we had a very good conversation with the Ukrainian president. The conversation was was perfect. They don't ever talk about the conversation. It started with a whistleblower. Now they don't want the whistleblower. Then they had a second whistleblower. Now they don't want the second whistleblower. The reason is that when the whistleblower, when they saw what the whistleblower wrote, and then when I released the conversation, which bore no relationship to what the whistleblower saw, they said their case was out the window. And I think it's a disgrace. Good. Yeah. Good for the president. We owe these people nothing. We owe them nothing. You don't owe them anything. The executive, the president of the United States, the chief executive of our country, is a separate and independent branch of government. He owes Nancy Pelosi nothing but his prescribed constitutional duties. And there is nothing, zero, in the Constitution that says the president's commander-in-chief is obliged to notify the Speaker of the House or a sleazeball leaker like Adam Schiff, a man with no character, the spine of a jellyfish, which means he doesn't have one, that he has to notify them about a mission that could put our troops in danger when they inevitably would leak information to hurt the president. He doesn't owe them anything. And good for him for not apologizing. Now, the media, of course, hates this story. I promise I'm going to get to this Hemingway piece, Molly Hemingway, because it's very good and it's worth your time. But the media, Joe, is on a mission now. Shockingly, Trump broke the media, by the way. He totally broke their souls. The media oh, yeah. is on a reputation. I heard you in those headlines in the past, and the headline now with Bakr al-Baghdadi, to save the reputation of Baghdadi. You know what? Without further ado, I don't even want to. Here's MSNBC oh. desperately trying to salvage the reputation of cockroach coward. 
Baghdadi who died like a coward. Check this as amazing. Courtney, I want to ask you, though, really quickly about President Trump's remarks about Baghdadi himself whimpering, screaming, dying like a dog. Do you know, have you gotten any sense whether or not Trump would have had a live audio of that raid and where that possibly that piece of information, that very specific piece of information that Trump reiterated over and over again over the past couple of hours uh, came from? So there are two things to keep in mind here. Number one, they would have had some audio coming back from someone there saying, giving them updates, telling them things like, you know, uh, OK, team has landed. OK, team has done this. There, there would have been those kinds of audio uh, updates. Right. So what we know about how Baghdadi, how and where Baghdadi died from President Trump himself is that he went into one of these tunnels near or underneath this house taking three children with him, and that it was actually a dog that went in. So if the dog had a camera that had some sort of audio source that was feeding live video back, that's really the only way that President Trump or anyone in the Situation Room could have been getting live audio feed. I I can't say with certainty whether, in fact, the dog would have had a camera with audio Mm -hmm. on it. It would be uncommon for that to, to necessarily be the case. But we can't say with certainty, look, these guys are always coming up with new technology and new capabilities. So uh, we, that's, that's a detail, believe me, that we've been asking a lot of questions about, but I can't say with certainty one way or the other quite yet. Okay. Um, Joe, do you have any audible groans for me right now? Because I just... Uh, yeah, I don't... Um, this is a real conversation. That's not a joke. Joe did not edit that for content other than for time. Right. There's no splices. There's no. That is a real conversation on conspiracy theory TV. They're, they are desperate to rescue the reputation of this roach. Desperate. Well, we don't really know, Joe, if he was whimpering. Oh. Does it matter? Does it really matter if it was a whimper or a scowl or a, does it matter? He blew himself up with women and kids. I think describing him as a whimpering coward is pretty accurate, folks. I think we're okay in that description. We're good. What do you think, Joe? You think we're we're good? We're good. We're good. Description's right on. We're good. Yeah, I'd I'd say we're good. Not on MSDNC. Conspiracy Theory Television. Roswell Rachel's network. They are desperate to rescue the reputation back then. We're not sure about the audio, Joe, of the audio quality, the decibel level. They may have had a mixer on the dog and the gain was down. (laughs) Uh, We may have had the decibels a little low. We're not sure if the left, right, mono, stereo... I'm not sure I heard a whimper. I may have heard a slight moan. I wouldn't describe it as a whimper, but the moan could possibly be al-Baghdadi in a moment of bravery at the end. Trying, I mean, is this a serious conversation? The answer is yes, this happened. Goodness. Now, you may say, okay, the Washington Post tries to salvage the reputation of America's number one enemy. MSDNC is desperate to show that he didn't die in a whimper like a cockroach. That ended there, right? Oh, no, no, folks. Listen, I have I could go on all day. Let me show you a tweet 
by a another, by the way, totally failed, broken, tragic soul of a human being who I'm almost, well, not really, almost starting to feel bad for. The broken soul of Max Booth, who was once a credible foreign policy figure, who's now become, I kid you not, an intergalactic laughing stock of a human being. Max Booth, who somehow has a column two or three people read, was once a foreign policy analyst. This was from a piece he wrote in the Washington Post. This is real. They had to delete this. The assertion that Baghdadi died as a coward was, in any case, contradicted by the fact that rather be captured, he blew himself up. Oh. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. They actually wrote that. So uh, this, this rodent who flees in a tunnel and blows up a couple of kids and a couple of wives is now not a coward because rather than face justice, like a chump, he just pops a trigger instead. Very brave, Joe. Very, you're right, Max. You got us now. Your kids. That is definitely not an indication of cowardice. Your Listen, wife? Max, I've never respected you. I always thought you were a clown, a loser, a joke, and a fraud. Always. Always. I listened to an interview once, and, and you're a wuss with not an ounce of integrity, morals, or courage. Yes, you. And I'm sorry, folks, but I'm calling you out. You personally. Because you're that kind of a chump. You should be fired yesterday. You should never, ever be mentioned again in polite circles of people. You disgraced yourself, your family, your newspaper, and everyone around you in a sick, deranged attempt to defend the faux, fake bravado of a rapist, murdering thug simply because you dislike the President of the United States. I cannot think of a lower act I've seen in journalism than this fraud phony Max Boot, who seriously, I say this with all sincerity, should leave the public discourse picture. He has disgraced himself and anybody associated with him. This guy blew up a couple of kids and a woman. Are you really that stupid, Max? Trump has broken so many people, Joe. I mean, broken them. Broken the shells of human beings, never to be taken seriously again. All right, I've been teasing this piece, and it's worth your time. I'm glad if you hung around for it. I'm, 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 I hope you did. I know we our, our viewing time on the show is very long. I think because we there are no dead spots in our show ever. Molly Hemingway's an excellent piece up at the Federalist. Please check it out in our show notes today at Bongino.com. If you subscribe to our newsletter on our website, we will email them to you. I, it's this is worth your time. She says, the real reasons why legacy media are freaking out over Trump's successful Baghdadi mission. She lists out three really good ones. And then, again, I, I just kind of covered it in advance, but I got to that before because this is really the coup de grace. So Molly Hemingway does excellent work on the media. She has reason number one here, which is completely 100% accurate. Why is the media trying to crush Trump even despite the successful mission? Number one. 
According to Molly, positive news coverage hurts the media's efforts to destroy Trump. Folks, we know this is true. Remember, there, there are no journalists. Li- well, there are very few. The overwhelming majority of people pretending to be reporters, investigative reporters, and legitimate journalists are, in fact, fakes. They are political activists full-time masquerading as pretend journalists to give themselves the imprimatur of seriousness in the national discourse. In other words, our facts matter because we're not partisan. We're journalists. Oh, They're not facts what they're reporting. What they're reporting is garbage. Anything they report that would reflect positively on Trump, this is the easiest one to understand, will not be reported honestly. It will be reported as a lipstick on a pig job, and in this case, literally a pig, like uh, Baghdad. You may say, that's not really literal. No, he's a, he's a pig. He's a pig. I like uh, it. Yeah. This will reflect positively on Trump, and therefore, reporting facts that report positively are not to be reported. We will gloss over this. We will try to rescue the reputation of our number one enemy, and we will attack Donald Trump for dopey things like the picture was staged, fake news, fake story. All of it. Secondly, take away uh, from Molly Hemingway's piece. Baghdadi's death complicates the media's Syria narrative. Joe, just last week we were told, I brought this up on the five yesterday. Thank you to everyone who watched, by the way. I hope you enjoyed it. We were told last week that, man, President Trump, if he pulls out of Syria and certain portions of the Middle East, pulls out our troops, show we're not going to be able to fight them there. And if we can't fight them there, we're going to have to fight them here. And this is going to be a tragedy. President Trump blew it again. You know, the media winking and nodding at America. Well, Joe, that narrative kind of got thrown out the window, didn't it? When Mm. just a week after that announcement, President Trump showed that we can still operate in theater with intelligence contacts with the Kurds and others. We can still conduct joint operations and notify people and get these things done and effectively take out the world's number one terrorist. Kind of complicates your Trump screwed up Syria narrative, doesn't it? Can't have that now, can we? If we report the facts, it may look good for Trump. We can't have the facts out there. So now let's report our opinions about how much we hate Trump and let's pretend, let's pretend it's facts. Reason number three, again, are the real reasons the media won't report honestly about Baghdadi. Trump foreign policy successes undermine the media's impeachment drive. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the biggest one of all. Tying in the show to how we opened in the beginning, this Mm -hmm. is critical. Folks, they are losing the initiative on impeachment. Remember last week and the week before when I discussed this, Pelosi's new strategy, because they learned something from the Mueller hoax number two, the Mueller hoax, they learn that dragging out an impeachment process with the hopes that some false god like Mueller is going to save you with information was a failure because people get worn down over time. I didn't explain that well, and I, forgive me. Let me rewind the tape and do that again. All right. They thought, the Democrats think Trump is so corrupt that there really is information out there, and they keep hoping to find it. It mob ties, collusion. The problem is none of it's real. It's emoluments. It's all a hoax. It's all a hoax. We just had that Turnberry, Scotland, Trump resort story debunked. It's all a hoax. Trump has committed no high crimes or misdemeanors, no treason, no bribery. They have nothing to impeach him on. 
Now they figured that out after the Mueller thing, that if they drag it out, they thought they could wear Trump down and eventually find something. They're starting to realize, maybe this is a better way to say it, Joe, they're not going to find anything. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so rather than the slow, deliberate approach, hoping something surfaces, like in the Nixon uh, impeachment uh, uh, operation, they're realizing there's no there there. So their hope now, Joe, is to just lie and just make stuff up, like lie sure. about a transcript on a yep. call and an illicit deal that never happened. You get it? And they think if they lie and move fast now, that they'll still maintain the political capital to maybe get an impeachment vote and damage Trump before the election. Well, what's the problem? Trump keeps getting in the way. Economic good news comes out, the death of al-Baghdadi, decent solid wage numbers. Trump keeps getting in their way. What does that Scooby-Doo? Those darn kids, yeah. they keep getting in the way. Their plot, because they're not smart, the Democrats are really stupid with the way they've handled it. They keep, Trump keeps getting in their way. And now the al-Baghdadi story has absolutely crushed their political capital. So Pelosi's doing what? She's doubling down again. Sure. Hence, back to the beginning of the show, why, again, one of my reasons why she's declaring a vote on an impeachment inquiry this week. She needs to change the narrative away from Trump as a statesman on the foreign policy national security front with the successful killing of our number one enemy back to Trump's a horrible guy. All right. Nice loop, Let's brother. impeach him. Nice loop. Yeah. You like yeah. that? Yeah, good loop, yeah. Folks, this is a disgrace, what's happening. Um, it, it really is. We are dealing not with serious politicians. We're dealing with tyrants. That's what these radical uh, Democrat hoaxers up on the hill have become. And I hope at the end of today's show, you fully and completely understand that. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please share the show and subscribe to our YouTube yeah. if you don't mind. Thanks to all the Redditors out there who share our show on Reddit. I really appreciate it. I see you guys. You pop up on Google Alert all the time. And ladies out there, thank you. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. And subscribe to our audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your audio podcasts. It helps us move up the charts. It's always free. And we're really trying to get the 300,000 YouTube subscribers. We'd really appreciate your support. Thanks again, folks. I really appreciate it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.